guys. What is happening? Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I pretty much just did nothing. <laughs> I just laid around. It was too hot to go out and do anything. I just kind of stayed by the air conditioner and chilled out, man. And uh, it was nice. It was nice. Except for the fact, I got one neighbor. I don't know where it's coming from. I got. I, I found out I got a neighbor that loves to smoke in their apartment. And now my apartment smells like fucking tobacco smoke. It's fucking getting on my nerves, so I got to figure out what the hell that's all about. I I mean, I got no problem people smoking. That's your life. That's your business. Don't stink up my place, man. I, I don't got time for it. <laughs> I really ain't got the patience for that kind of bullshit. You can walk out your front door and smoke your brains out until you die of cancer for all I care. And so now I got to deal with that. I got to go talk to management. I got to find out, you know, what the deal is with that. I, I Listen, again... Not to bash a smoker, but do it outside. Don't don't stink up my apartment, man. Pay too much money <laughs> to, to put up with that bullshit. But that's neither here nor there. All right, let's get right to it. I, let's get to the headlines real quick. Um, as quick as possible. And uh, let me pull this up. Just in case you guys, I put anything out on video. I'm, I am going to have a couple of videos. I did a few stories already. are pretty interesting that I'm going to put out there. I'll tell you a little bit about that here pretty soon. Go ahead and put up some of the headlines I see in case it's anything worth recording and putting out on Rumble. And you can find anything related to this podcast over there on Rumble at the Real WOD or World of Dan. I, I forget. The, the links are over there at the, at the Twitter page. All right. First thing that pops up, I'm just jumping in right into Fox news and they have the headline is Vladimir Putin grants full Russian citizenship to NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden. That's very interesting to me. That is kind of clickbait to me. Just says Russian President Vladimir Putin granted full Russian citizenship to the U.S. whistleblower Edward Snowden on Monday. Snowden 39 fled the United States to Russia after revealing information about extensive surveillance operations being conducted by the NSA. That's the National Security Agency. He's now a Russian citizen by presidential decree, Reuters reported on Monday. The announcement comes roughly two years after Russia granted Snowden permanent residency in the country. The country first granted Snowden asylum in 2014 and has since resisted calls to extradite him to the U.S. Snowden faces espionage charges that could land him in prison for up to 30 years in the U.S. I think that was... During the Obama, I think Obama's uh, Department of Justice was involved with that. I'm not too sure. That's very interesting. Hmm. I mean, is it really a big deal? I mean, Snowden seems to be content over there. He probably knows Russian by now. You know, knows how to speak the language. Probably has a you know girlfriend who's Russian or a boyfriend, <laughs> whatever. So who is gay? Um. What else is there? It says, we're here, dim representative trashed police after they arrested man she lives with. <laughs> I just want to know, looking at the picture, I want to know what, what guy is uh, kicking it with her. I don't know. I'm not going to go there. Um, I don't know. Maybe I will take a look at, look at it real quick. It just says, California Democrat Rep. Katie Porter trashed the Irvine Police Department after they arrested the man she lives with for allegedly assaulting a protester at her town hall event last year. 
Julian Willis of La Jolla, California, made headlines in July after allegedly punching a protester at Porter's first town hall since COVID-19 pandemic took off and giving him a bloody nose. Willis, who lives with Porter, according to arrest, to arrest and property records, was arrested and given a citation for the attack. <laughs> There's a picture of her. The scuffle erupted between protesters supporting former President Trump and Porter supporters. According to local media reports, months after the violent town hall, Porter made rounds in the media talking about the danger she says she faced and how it reminded her, reminded her of January 6th riots. <laughs> in the aftermath of the attack, though, Porter appeared to harbor some ill feelings toward the Irvine Police Department. Quoting, your police department is a disgrace, Porter told Irvine Mayor Farah Khan in text messages from the time exclusively obtained by Fox News Digital. Quoting, I will never trust them again, Porter also said, as Khan offered to speak with the congresswoman on the phone about the situation. If you don't trust them, don't call them if anything goes down. Just saying. Hell with her. Not worthy of my time anymore. Tampa officials tell residents to leave area ahead of Hurricane Ian. I thought that was Hurricane number nine. <laughs> I thought I read something like that before. Boy, I'm praying for you guys, man. Hang tough. I mean, if anybody knows how to handle a hurricane, it's the Floridians. They've gone through these every year. They know what they need to do. They know how to, you know, stock the shelves, get everything situated. And uh, to all you electric car owners in Florida, good luck. <laughs> Because when the power goes out, you're screwed. Just saying. That's uh, a headline. Americans reveal which party they trust most on the economy. Here's one. Disturbing video shows dozens ransacking store in Dim Lead City. I did see this video from Twitter. I'm going to pull this up. And uh, it just says dozens of people entered a Wawa convenience store in Philadelphia and began ransacking the place on Saturday. Footage shown people throwing food and standing on furniture uh, as employees are helpless to stop the chaos. The aftermath saw trash and products littering the store's floors as throngs of people milled about outside. The Philadelphia Police Department confirmed to Fox Digital News digital that officers are investigating the incident. The video is only the most recent example of a string of smash and grab style crimes which see organized groups stealing goods from stores near impunity. <laughs> and it does have a video. I'm going to bring it up for you guys if you haven't seen it already. It is circulating around the internet. It's pretty funny because if you're looking right here, this woman right here, as as everything is going on in the background, you see people looting and damaging products and vandalizing and doing all that kind of shit. All the chaos in the background. This woman is just blasé about the whole thing. She's worried about her sandwich being made. It, it is the funniest damn thing. Take a look at this. Or listen, if you're listening. It, it, and listen very carefully to this woman right here. And she's worried about her sandwich being made. <laughs> While the counter person is videotaping all the bullshit in the background. It's pretty funny. Check this out.
<laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? He says, I think it's going to be a little while. <laughs> She's worried about this. This, this uh, Honey, don't worry about your food. You look like you can take a break on the food scene. You know what I'm saying? Just, just an observation. She worried about her sandwich being made while this whole store is being ransacked by dozens of people. <laughs> you you got to listen to it again real carefully. I'm going to play it one more time. It's at the very end. amazing uh it has another video from uh the interwebs from twitter it says wawa tyson in the boulevard hashtag philly hashtag philadelphia is screwed i haven't seen this video so i don't know what's going to show or here let's take a listen real quick wow it's the aftermath Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) And what it's also showing is, I guess the person that's taking this video is walking out the front door into the parking lot, and the parking lot is just littered with a bunch of degenerates just running around acting crazy. That is wild. Look at that. (laughs) What's funny about the video is if you look carefully as the guy's videotaping the, the, the nonsense going on in the parking lot, you'll see a person coming out of the store, nonchal- another person nonchalantly walking out of the store with a soda, and it looks to be like probably their sandwich. <laughs> it's just crazy. And it, meanwhile, people are, are breaking windows, and it's crazy, man. What the fuck is going on in Philly, man? Better vote for fucking Dr. Oz. If you vote for Fetterman, you're going to have more of this shit, that's for sure. <laughs> Look at this person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, still shots of the aftermath. Just amazing footage. Let you guys go check it out. Let me go ahead and tweet this out real quick. All right, so there that goes. Moving on. This is right here. Majority of Americans support sending illegal immigrants to Democrat-led cities, poll shows. <laughs> but they don't want them. They may be sanctuary cities, but, you know, they don't want them. So I don't, I don't know how easy that's going to be. Congress flirts with government shutdown as mansion permitting bill may drag down funding package. 
more spending, more spending, more spending. I don't know if I talked about this one. Kaylier Ellingson's alleged killer not under house arrest, no curfew after posting very low bond court doc show. This is about the guy who killed the 18-year-old, the 40, I think he was 41 or 43. And he said he killed him because he thought he was a uh, conservative extremist or Republican extremist or some stupid shit. So he ran him over with his car. (laughs) Did you hear about that one? That's amazing. He's not under house arrest. He's nothing. Shannon Brandt, who is accused of fatally hitting a 18-year-old Kyler Illingson with an SUV, is not under house arrest, has a no curfew after posting a $50,000 bond court documents obtained from Fox News Digital Show. Brandt, 41, was released from jail after posting 50000 bond on September 20th after police say he fatally hit Ellington with SUV during an early morning hours of September 18th following a street dance at a local bar in McHenry, North Dakota. The incident happened around 2.35 a.m. on Sunday court documents show, uh, stating that Brandt originally fled the scene but later called 911 and told the operator that he hit Ellington hit Ellingson because he believed that the teenager was part of a Republican extremist group, adding that he had a political argument with Ellingson. Brandt also alleged that Ellingson was calling other people to come get him. Ellingson was left with serious injuries and taken to a local hospital where he later died. I can't believe that, man. Whether, you know, and I heard there's a lot of holes to the story. I mean, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. An 18-year-old, you're going to run over an 18-year-old because you don't like his political beliefs? Are you that unhinged? It's crazy. Uh, I don't know who that is. Russia to give troops who surrendered 10 years in prison unless they are able to flee captivity. (laughs) I guess uh, I was hearing some stuff that he was drafting people from outside of Russia, forcing them to... Or, or people from the, the outskirts of Russia, you know, like in the countryside, you know, like rural areas, and forcing them to fight. And if they don't, I guess maybe they're going to get 10 years in prison if they don't fight. That's crazy, man. That just tells you they're losing the battle. State officials reveal new evidence in murder case of death row inmates set to die last week. Uh, HHS embraces new mission. Quote, climate change and health equity. Boy, I can't wait till this administration is gone. Big time, man. Chances of Biden re-election bid are nil if Republicans win in midterms, former Clinton pollster says. People are tired of it. People are tired of the bullshit. People are tired of the inflation. People are tired of the high gas prices. People are tired of the high crime. People are tired of the police doing nothing. People are just tired of it. I mean, that's on a federal level. The midterms, well, no, not necessarily. I mean, you got state and local. I mean, you can vote these people out. This can all end if we start voting these dirt bags out. It's crazy. And yeah, a California man busted for allegedly plotting Las Vegas-style mass shooting. I got a story on that real quick. That's coming up here pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. No one is happier about Jimmy Garoppolo's end-zone blunder than one ex-NFL quarterback. If you don't know who Jimmy Garoppolo is, he is the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. I have not seen this. I don't know what I'm about to see. It doesn't look anything exciting to me. <laughs> I'm not a 49er fan. <laughs> By any means, I'm not a 49er fan. If you're, you're either in the Bay Area, you're a Raider fan or a 49er fan. You're not both. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I, I know somebody who's bipolar like that. But, uh, yeah, no, that's not flying. I'll pass on that story. Here's something right here. Video shows train hitting comp car parked on tracks with a suspect inside. Wow. I have it queued up and ready to go. Real quick, it just says, Dramatic video shows the moment a female suspect was seriously injured when she was placed in a cop car parked on train tracks in Colorado and a locomotive struck the vehicle. A Platteville police officer had pulled over Yareni Rios Gonzalez, 20, earlier this month in connection with a road rage incident and stopped his car on the tracks at US 85 and County Road 38 to question her, KDVR reported. The traffic stop was prompted by a driver who called 911 a few minutes earlier to report that Rios Gonzalez allegedly tailgated them in her truck and pulled out a gun in Fort Lumpton, according to Nine News. Fort Lumpton cops and Weld County Sheriff deputies searched for the suspect who was spotted by the Platteville officer in his jurisdiction. The news outlet reported two Fort Lupton officers helped a Platteville cop conduct what they considered a high-risk traffic stop and place the woman in the back seat of a patrol car as they searched for a firearm. Does that video? We're going to take a look at it. It just says the video footage released by cops show that within a few seconds, a Union Pacific freight train is blaring its horn several times as it approaches the car, but the officers appear oblivious to the sounds. WBTV reported along with the chilling footage. Okay, let's take a look at this. Got it queued up and ready to go. Ta-da. There you go. It's good enough. Take a look at it. It's 44 seconds. So, here it is. You could have out that window, but... Who is... Is that Hart? No, that's, uh... He leaves her in the car. Oh my god. That is nuts. <laughs> hold, hold on. Okay, let me talk, kind of tell you what's going on if you're listening. Okay, so it looks like there was some footage that was taken from a, a um, the chest cam. And... Uh, there's one officer on one side of, of the, on the, looks to be the driver's side or something like that. I don't know. He's talking to the, the suspect. She's in the car handcuffed. The train, as you heard, is blowing its horn. And uh, then there's a whole bunch of movement going on. You really can't make out what's going on. But then there's a second camera angle from a police officer that's, or maybe it's a dash cam from another police car that's, you know, much more distant back from the, from the, the arresting officer's car. And uh, he's telling them, I guess, telling them to get out of the way. And then all of a sudden, you see the train just hit the son of a bitch. I don't know if the woman was in there. It sure in the hell seemed like it. I'm going to play one more time. Check this out. Out that window, but who is, is that hey, look at him. No, that's a... Uh... See? And then see, 
And then here, like right about here, this is where you see, right here, you see a police officer. I, I guess he was talking to her. And then he he just left her there in the car. He didn't pull her out or anything. And then all of a sudden you see a train come and hit it. I mean, is she in that car that we see right now? Or it's amazing. You got to check out this video. I'm going to put it. I'm going to tweet it out. You got to check this out. It's, it's wild. Look at him. He just moves out of the way. He doesn't know what to do. He leaves her in the car. Boom. Holy fuck. That is wild, man. And if you're watching, you can see here's the still shots. So, I mean, from what we heard from the dispatcher, from the, the lady police officer, the woman that was arrested was still in the car. The guy didn't even, the police officer did not even attempt to pull her out of the vehicle before that train hit it. That's insane. And there's another still shot of the of the train whizzing by. <laughs> That's no joke, man. Oh my God, it says, quoting, Oh shit, oh my God, a female officer is heard yelling. Seconds later, dash cam video shows the train slamming the police car and dragging it down the tracks. Quoting, patrol car was just hit by a train, the female cop says on the radio, as we heard. Send medical, the suspect was in the vehicle that was hit by the train. The officers are seen running to the mangled vehicle. There's, there may still might be a firearm in the vehicle. I don't know if you guys have been through it yet. A male officer says, adding that it took the injured woman a long time to pull over. <laughs> Rios Gonzalez suffered serious injuries, but is expected to survive, police said. Wow. And there's another still shot of, of the vehicle afterwards, and it's just fucking, it's fucked up. No, that's a lot of damage. That is amazing says the police officer whose vehicle was struck in the sus with the suspect inside has been placed on paid administrative lead leave as the investigation continues Platteville police chief Carl Dwyer told KDVR quoting the town of Platteville continues to work cooperatively with the Colorado Bureau of Investigation and Colorado State Patrol during their investigation regarding the incident he told the news station he didn't do nothing man he did nothing he just he just walked away. He could have just grabbed her and pulled her right out. I don't I don't understand. What kind of cop is that? What, what is that? What kind of cop is that? Ed Abiyashi, a California sheriff's deputy who is an expert on police practices, told Nine News that officers are responsible for suspect safety. Yeah, exactly. In other words, since you have assumed control, physical control, over them and their movements, you are, by definition, responsible to protect them in any situation, he said. Quoting, I can't fathom why he would leave his vehicle on the tracks with the subject inside, Obashi added. Why didn't you move the vehicle off the tracks? That's going to be the biggest question. Exactly. That's nuts. He should be, forget, paid leave. That's negligence. That's that, that's involuntary. What is that? Attempted? What is that? Assault? I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> involuntary manslaughter or attempted manslaughter? I don't know. 
But he should not be just skating off that and getting paid for it. Come on. That's nuts, man. Pretty amazing stuff. Moving on, Twitter whistleblower has likely sparked FTC probe and Elon Musk could get hit. Of course. Tipped off, Aaron Rodgers credits Buck's Jumbotron mistake for win. (laughs) I did not see this. I was watching some of the game because I had money on FanDuel. I did not see what was going on here. I'm just going to click on this real quick. How many minutes am I? All right, we're coming up on 30. This says quickly, after destroying two Microsoft Surface tablets in week two against, oh, God damn, adverts. Hold on. Uh, after destroying two Microsoft Surface tablets in week two against the Saints, Tom Brady may, may need to turn his focus to a bigger piece of technology, the Raymond James Stadium Jumbotron. Because according to Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, the fellow, the fellow future Hall of Fame quarterback who, boot, who bested Brady's Buccaneers 14-12 to win on Sunday, the stadium's giant screen may have contributed to the loss. Rodgers was seen talking to Packers head coach Matt LaFleur as the Bucks attempted to two-point conversion that would have tied the game in the closing seconds. When asked about what he was talking about, he said that something on the Jumbotron tipped him off to what play Tampa Bay was going to run. And uh, does have uh, some video coming from Barstool Sports uh, Twitter page. And it's Aaron Rodgers, I guess, uh, Dropping a dime on the Bucks Jumbotron guy. I guess he got fired. I don't know. We're going to take a listen and see what, what this is all about. So you come all the way down and talk to Matt LaFleur during that final drive with the defense on. What was going through you during the two-point conversion, especially after you saw the fact that they took the five-yard penalty? Well, they should have on the previous play, too. It was a delay on both plays. But uh, sometimes you see things in the game. Sometimes the Jumbotron shows things they probably shouldn't show, even at home. Uh, I saw something and just passed on the information. You said you... What's going on with his hair? I always wonder that. He's got some sort of weird hair thing going on. I don't know. It's beside the point. Uh, it just says they showed it on a previous play, too. Roger said it was a delay on both plays, but sometimes you see things in the game. Sometimes a Jumbotron shows things they probably shouldn't show, even at home. I saw something and just passed on the information. What exactly Roger saw is unclear, but it clearly helped the Buccaneers uh, take a, a, a took a delay of game penalty that pushed the conversion attempt back to the seven-yard line. Then the Packers defended the two-point attempted perfectly. And Brady's pass intended for Russell Gage fell harmlessly to the turf, sealing the Bucks' first defeat in 2022 season. It's been a bit of a shaky start for the Bucks, despite the team holding a 2-1 to record. After leading the NFL in passing in 2021, Brady is currently 22nd in yards. Wow, just above Davis Mills. <laughs> the Bucks as a team are 23rd in the offensive points though their defense has allowed the fewest points in the league he should have retired man he was on top of the game he don't want to go downhill now he should have retired man 22nd in yards huh hmm Brady 45 was missing his top wide receivers Mike Evans and Chris Goodwin as well as Julio Jones in the Packers' loss, he has also been reportedly dealing with marital problem or marital drama. As wife Giselle Buchin 
had reported reportedly not been thrilled with the decision to unretire this offseason. Rodgers, for his part, has also gotten off to a 2-1 to start with the Packers, though Green Bay has actually scored one fewer point per game than Tampa Bay through three contests. Rodgers' top receiving target, Devontae Adams, was traded to the Raiders in the offseason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did pretty good, too. I, th- I was watching him yesterday. They lost. I'm not going to go there right now. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to end it right there. I don't think there's anything else that's jumping out. We're way past the 30-minute mark. So, hmm. I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. It just says, former January 6th committee staffer says, text show evidence of attempted coup live. I don't know. I don't care. That, that just whole thing's a fraud. All right. Let me tell you about what's going on. Let's end it right there with the whole highlights. I got, I got four good stories. It looks like <laughs> I remember five actually. They're short though. I trust me, but they're, a couple of them are pretty funny. The first one is about this guy. He recorded himself on TikTok, right? And I guess he was on an American Airlines plane. And what happened was he um, was just sitting there like the rest of everybody. And then over the PA system, some guys started making all these really crazy, creepy. Uh, sounds and stuff like that. It's just really remarkable. I'm going to put it on video (laughs) so you guys can check it out. So stay tuned for that. It'll be up on Rumble. Pretty funny stuff. Also, um, Liz Cheney says she will leave the GOP if Trump runs again, (laughs) which is pretty funny. She can go. Goodbye. So we'll talk about that. Um, Also, we are going to talk about that guy who I guess he was planning on doing a mass shooting, the guy from Chico up here in Northern California. We'll touch base with that. Also, we'll touch base with the whole Russian school shooting that broke this morning. That's very interesting. I think 15 children were hurt or killed. I don't know. All the details are coming up, so stay tuned for that. And one more. It's very quick. It's about some people... Uh, in New York that have an opinion about all the rising crime in New York and and what they think about it. Interesting stuff. So, that being said, let me take a pause and I will be back right after this. comedy though we still have great comedy out there there's always rambling joe biden what the f- joe says shit that even people with tourettes go no no what is going on joe is like your uncle who's got a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right i'm proud to work with barack america he's not a superhero you idiot come here when fdr was on television there was no tv back then come here joe sit down rambling joe biden what the f- all right guys here we go here's here's a bizarre one um i don't know if i was going to do this or not but it's pretty funny let me pull this up here it's come from the post it's very strange <laughs> what the hell is going on in these airplane flights man i, I don't know man 
The headline is, Bizarre Noises Take Over an American Airlines Flight Intercom. <laughs> it's pretty funny. This guy right here, this gentleman, don't know his name right off the top. I don't know if I'll put this out on video or not, but eh, I might. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's very strange to hear. Um, for you guys listening, real quickly, it says... Uh, well, this is just a weird plane. That's how it starts off. Passengers on board a Dallas-bound American Airlines flight earlier this month reported hearing bizarre noises from the plane's PA system, which one traveler described as somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. <laughs> oh, hell no! Emerson Collins, a film producer and nonprofit director, posted video of himself on Twitter reacting to the strange sounds that permeated pre pre the cap. Try getting it out. The cabin on the flight from Los Angeles to Dallas on September 6th. Quoting, someone on this flight seems to have broken into the intercom system and continues to make a sound that is somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. The bemused passenger says in the now viral clip, a flight attendant is then heard addressing the passengers about the otherworldly sounds. <laughs> it is very bizarre. Um, let me go ahead, pull it up. There's the gentleman. Who took the video? Don't have his name right off the top. Maybe it'll come up in the article later. Take a listen to this. It's pretty weird. It's about a minute, a little over a minute. It, <laughs> I don't know even what to make of it. Uh, and it just says right. It looks. I don't know if that's yeah, it's TikTok. It's a TikTok video. It says weirdest flight ever. <laughs> pretty funny. Take a listen to this. It's it, it's really really weird. <laughs> Someone on this flight seems to have broken into the intercom system and continues to make a sound that is somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcement. <laughs> the flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off, so please be patient with us. We know this is a very odd anomaly and none of us are enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> There's that weird music New York Post always interjects. Um, you heard it. Here's the original video. We'll we'll take a look at it real quick. Hold on a second. Let me finish off with this article. Goes on to say, quoting, The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot trying to turn it off, so please be patient with us. We know it is an odd anomaly, and none of us are enjoying it. The crew member had added. Uh, one of the pilots then chimes in, We're trying to mitigate that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Collins continues to share the relentless sounds. When did flights become so bizarre? It's crazy, man. I guess this is this. It's his Twitter account. And uh, let's take a listen. This is coming from his Twitter account. This is a, this is the same thing again, probably without any New York Post interruptions. You know, with all the music and shit. Let's take a listen. Let's do it one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there 
So who is gay? It's pretty wild. I wonder how somebody cut into their PA system. <laughs> There's the gentleman right there. Uh, word is flight ever. Huh? Uh, looks like quotes on saying it was either someone's unfortunate food poisoning in the bathroom or like someone with an uncomfortable approach to personal satisfaction. It's <laughs> a nice way of putting it. Literally, it was halfway between an orgasm and vomiting. He said, the sounds, which began shortly before takeoff and continued in flight, did not come from the crew. Flight attendants assured the passengers. Quoting, I swear it's a prank. A flight attendant is heard telling Collins, who decided to investigate the matter, by walking down the aisle in search of possible pranksters. Quoting, no one looks suspicious, he told the reporter. <laughs> His video has been viewed more than 1.2 million times since he posted it on Thursday. This is the first time I've seen it this morning. Another screenshot of uh, his fellow passenger across the aisle. <laughs> he looks perplexed. A technology executive from Manhattan Beach who stumbled across the video said he had the same bizarre experience during the American Airlines flight from New York's JFK Airport to LAX in July. Bradley Allen told the LA Times it sounded like someone had gone on the PA system while inc incapacitated by a severe gastrointestinal gastrointestinal problem and it's just moaning I mean still how? I mean, let's say the guy had a problem and he was in the bathroom trying to handle this business how the hell did he get into the PA quoting with all the cultural allusions to things like gremlins on the wings of the plane or oh god these adverts motherfuckers try it one more time fucking stupid fucking adverts man with all the cultural allusions to things like gremlins on the planes of the plane or snakes on a plane or whatever, we're all kind of primed for crazy disturbing things to happen on aircraft like that. And it just sort of fit the bill, he told the paper. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't seem disturbed by it. It seems pretty amused by it, <laughs> by the look on his face right there. A lot of things go on in life that are in inexplicable. 
and happen, and you just kind of have to file it away and ponder it every now and then. But now necess- necessarily be sure, <clears throat> excuse me, you're ever going to get a resolution. Alan added another American airline, another American Airlines flight from John Wayne Airport in Orange County in Dallas was interrupted by similar sounds on September 18th. The L.A. Times said, you know, that kind of just comes off like it's like an inside job. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I mean, obviously the guy likes American Airlines. Maybe he has some sort. He's part of that whole what. The point system they have, a reward system. What's it called? Airline flight points. I don't know. I don't. I don't use airplanes. But he seems to be a, a repetitive customer of, uh, of American Airlines. God, I can't get it out. I'm trying to wake up, guys. Bear with me. Airline spokeswoman Sarah Jantz said the company has investigated the incident on the recent flight and chalked it up to quote unquote mechanical issues. <laughs> that does not sound mechanical whatsoever. Our maintenance team thoroughly inspected the aircraft and the PA system and determined the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the PA amplifier, which raises the volume of the PA system when the engines are running, Jans told Ella. They're trying to say that that's that's airplane noise? Wrong. That's mechanical. That's not mechanical. No way. She added that the intercom system had no external access and Wi-Fi connectivity. I don't know, man. That's got to be an inside job. It's got to be... A pilot? (laughs) Maybe it's the air marshal. (laughs) Look at this guy. He's like, whatever. He's just... I mean, the whole flight, though? My God. Let's hear this one more time. Tell me if this is mechanical. American Airlines is full of shit. No way. No way. Here it is. Let's do this one more time. I won't interrupt. I'll let you get the whole full gist of the two minutes of this... This bizarre, bizarre behavior, whatever you want to call it. This bizarre noise. Here we go. Someone on this flight seems to have broken into the intercom system and continues to make a sound that is somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcement. The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off, so please be patient with us. We know this is a very odd anomaly and none of us are enjoying it, so we do appreciate your attention just for a few more moments so we figure out how to turn it off. Thank you. having a puke yank.
There you go. All right. <laughs> My advice is, I, I don't know what's going on with American Airlines, but go to JetBlue, go to Allegiant, go to, go Southwest, go somewhere. If you have to fly, just go somewhere else. I don't know. Every, every time I'm hearing a story, whether it be fighting or this kind of nonsense or whatever the case may be, it's always American Airlines, it seems like. I don't know. What the hell's going on with that that airline? I don't know. Again, the only one thing I can agree upon with Joe Biden is Amtrak. I will always take Amtrak. I love Amtrak. Here you go. Turncoat Liz Cheney says she'll campaign for Democrats and leave the GOP if Trump is 2024 pick. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Liz. Go away. Go back into the woods. In fact, you should go into the woods with Hillary. We will make America even greater than it has ever been. This is crazy. Do you think anybody's going to listen to her? Just just that headline alone is just ridiculous. It says right here, outgoing Representative Liz Cheney said over the weekend that she will leave the Republican Party if former President Donald Trump is 2024 GOP White House nominee and vowed for the first time to campaign for Democrats opposing Republican candidates who believe the 2020 election was stolen. It was. It was. I've seen too much video and audio, and, and, and you got thousands upon thousands of signed affidavits of people witnessing all this cheating and this constant ballot sh- ballot shredding. You know, ballot, you know, ballot, same ballots keep going through several times each. I mean, come on, man. The evidence is there. I have not seen that uh, that movie, 2,000 Mules, yet. I hear it's pretty provocative. It's pretty crazy. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I might check it out. Let me pull this up. She says, I certainly will do whatever it takes to make sure Donald Trump isn't anywhere close to the Oval Office, Cheney. The Republican of Wyoming said in Texas Tribune Festival Saturday night, I'm going to make sure Donald Trump makes sure he's not the nominee, Cheney went on. And if he is the nominee, I won't be a Republican. Goodbye. Denied. <laughs> the daughter of the former Vice President Dick Cheney then went a step further when asked about Carrie Lake, the Republican candidate for Arizona governor, who has backed Trump's insistence that he was beaten by Joe Biden with the help of widespread fraud. Yeah. Quoting, I am going to do everything I can to make sure that Carrie Lake is not elected, she said. I mean, what is her trip, man? She's got so much animosity towards conservatives. It, it, you know, she's like a a plant. You know what I mean? A, a, a mole for the Democrats. She's on that, that stupid January 6th committee, her and that crybaby, what's his name, Kaczynski, or no, that's the guy from Ukraine. I forgot his name. He's got the bizarre name. I, I forgot who the hell. He's not even relevant if I can't remember his name. But Liz Cheney, come on, she's a turncoat. It says, when asked if meant campaigning for Lake's Democratic opponent, Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, Cheney answered, yes, it does. Man. Talk about flip-flopping. This is a person who's a politician without a party now. She don't care. This is the kind of person that the Demo- the, these radicals love because they'll flip on a dime for control and power. Look at her. This scumbag. And there's Carrie Lake. I guess she's running for Arizona governor. I've heard her talk, man. She's straight. She's right to the point, man. She knows exactly what she wants. She's not wishy-washy. She has a set agenda. Arizona, take a look at her. It's probably your own only hope there at the southern border for sure, man. 
Goes on to say, Cheney drew Trump's anger when she voted to impeach him over the role in January 6, 2021 Capitol riot and went on to become the vice chairman of the House Select Committee that is examining the events of that day. In August, Cheney was soundly defeated in Wyoming's Republican congressional prim- primary by Trump-backed challenger Harriet Hag- Hageman. Hagman. Cheney spoke out four days before the January 6th committee is scheduled to hold another public hearing. It's ninth this year. Yeah, she's got a lot of issues, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Talk about turning on your people, man. Did I mean... Wyoming, did you really know what you were voting for when you got Liz Cheney? I mean, did she bullshit her way in? I don't know, man. This woman right here, Carrie Lake, that's a thumbs up right there, man. She knows exactly what she's up, what she's doing. She knows what she's want. She wants, you know. My boy, I got a couple of friends. My boy and this one chick I know. They're out in Arizona and Tucson area. I wonder how it's going on down there. And from my understanding, it's not too good. Look at her turncoat. Ugh, shaking my head. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. It does have some audio we're going to play here. I guess this is some interview that she did. She makes a comment, and then I guess there's some sort of commentary to it. So let's take a listen to this. I haven't heard it yet. I've heard a little bit, not all of it. Let's take a listen, see what she's got to say. Large portions of our party, including the leadership of our party, both at a state level in Wyoming, as well as on a national level with the RNC, is is, uh, very sick. And that, you know, we really have got to decide whether or not we're going to be a party based on substance and policy or whether we're going to remain, as so many of our party are today, uh, in the grips of of uh, a dangerous former president. Newt, she says your party is sick. What do you say to that? Yeah, what do you say? You know, I've I've known Liz for most of her life, at least since she was an adult, mm-hmm. and I'm amazed. And I've, there's a deep policy difference. There's no question. Uh, Trump ran in many ways as a repudiation of the Bush Cheney administration, but to go back home to the people that you claim to represent. To only get 29% support and then decide that the other 61, they're the ones who are wrong. They're the ones who are sick. Um, I think that Liz has arrogated to herself a standard of being the moral judge of millions and millions of Americans. There aren't 73 or 75 million Americans who voted for Trump because they're sick. They voted for Trump because they deeply dislike the establishment. And no matter what you tell them about Trump, they dislike the establishment even more. Uh, And so... It's amazing to me that nobody uh, who's in the anti-Trump faction has stopped to say, what is it we're doing that repels so many Americans that, again, Wyoming's a great example. Uh, The Cheney name was a one-time magic. Now it doesn't just get beat, it gets humiliated. I mean, 29% is a sign that take away the Democrats who switch parties to vote for her. She got probably one out of every four Republicans. It's amazing. Uh, So I don't take what she says very seriously. You know... I want to add to that. You know, a lot of people think that the whole MAGA thing, the whole America First thing, that's a uh, a Trump thing. That people are Trump followers, you know, and all this other stuff. No, it, it's not that. 
Trump is a figurehead. He's a voice. He's he's a guy that voiced a lot of what half of more than half I would say of Americans believe. You know, it's the policy that we support. It could be DeSantis. It could be anybody. It could have been Liz Cheney if she was authentic. You know, if she believed in the America First type of agenda. If she literally was a conservative with the conservative values and not some turncoat, flip-floppy, you know, fake fraud that she is, she would have a shot at presidency like anybody else. See, she, she wants to set the agenda, this, this soft Romney-esque type of agenda, because that's what she is. She's a Mitt Romney in drag. <laughs> okay, there's your drag. But she don't think that way. She has her own agenda, her own idea. She's a turncoat. She leans to the left. That's why nobody likes her. Wyoming didn't you know, vote for her for, for what she's doing because she's wasting her time. She's got the Trump derangement syndrome because Trump don't like her, her father, her daddy. She's got issues. She's got personal issues. She's, her politics are, are based solely on personal reasons she doesn't she doesn't listen to the people she doesn't listen to her constituents that's why she was voted out with what 29 percent favorability (laughs) goodbye goodbye liz you know what i'm saying you put anybody in there with the same ideas and and same you know beliefs as is what trump has provided with the whole america first agenda it doesn't matter who it is. Trump is just the only one that sat there and did and and pretty much voiced what other people were feeling. You know, people believe in conservative values, religion, education, immigration, uh, economy, anything and everything. Values, American values, true American values, not this 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 wishy washy. Uh, lean to the left. They say it's moderate. It's not even moderate. She's not moderate. She's a turncoat. So Liz Cheney, she's not relevant. I don't know why the hell she's talking like she's going to become president (laughs) or she's trying to be president. She will never be president. I don't know who would donate to her campaign. Look at this one. Right here. This is the face of a turncoat. Right here. Bye, Liz. Boom, boom. Be gone. (laughs) Go into the woods with Hillary. Okay, quickly wanted to do this story. This is coming out in New York. Um, Seems that an MTA conductor was punched in the face in an unprovoked attack by a homeless guy. It has a kind of a man on the street interview. It's a quick little story I'll read. But then we're going to get to this uh, man-on-the-street interview with the people of New York and what they think about the rise in crime in their city, which is sad because I want to go to New York one day. You know, I've always wanted to go there, but I definitely don't want to go there right now. <laughs> I, San Francisco is just right over here on the other side of the bay. I'd never go over there. So I sure in the hell ain't going to go to New York City anytime soon. But anyhow, this is from the Post. It just says, MTA conductor punch in the face is an unprovoked ta- attack, right? Uh, it says a man randomly socked an MTA conductor in the face at a Bronx subway station, police said. The 46-year-old conductor was on the job and had just opened a train car window 
at the 149th Street Grand Concourse Station around 7.30 p.m. Tuesday when the assailant walked up to him and punched him without any warning. The cops had said the suspect, who said nothing during the attack, ran off and had not been caught by Monday morning. And it has a picture of him, a still shot. doesn't have the full video. There he is right next to me. Look at this guy. Look at this. <laughs> this is, look at, he looks totally spun out. His eyes are bulging out of his fucking head. He's got no teeth. He looks like he's got meth mouth or, or, or crack mouth, whatever the hell you want to call it. He, his eyes are just literally like bug eyes. Just, he's spun. It's crazy. He looks insane. Isn't this, isn't the Bronx AOC's district? That's nuts. Goes on to say, cops released surveillance footage late Sunday of the suspect passing through the emergency exit of the station. The victim was taken to the Lincoln Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. You know, uh, New York and California, any, anybody in these blue, <laughs> blue cities and states, I mean, we got to vote these people out, man. we got to get some law and order going. Look at this shit. Look at this guy. Amazing. I mean, what drugs compel a person to, to just come off like that? Let me go ahead and play this video. Audio to you people listening. It's about a minute long. They're just asking people's opinion about the rising crime in New York. So let's take a listen. Do you feel like there's been an increase in crime in New York City? Yes, I think it's been pretty bad lately. And it's happening because the police is afraid of getting involved nowadays. People do whatever they want. I feel safe in my neighborhood, <laughs> but much less so around here, especially Midtown where I have to come to work. I'm noticing more harassment on the street, uh, a general attitude of like, I can do whatever I want. Things seem a bit more dangerous around here. Do you feel safe in New York? I do. <laughs> I do feel safe. You have to be aware and of your surroundings, any place that you work or commute um, at all times. Where is she from? Peekskill, New York? I don't know where that is, but that is, I don't think that's Manhattan <laughs> by any means. I, I mean, does she live in Manhattan? No, she doesn't. She doesn't have to shop in Manhattan. She doesn't have to, you know, take care of her, you know, all of life's business, you know, things you have to do in your life to live. She lives in Peekskill. She doesn't have to do all the things. She doesn't have to walk the streets of Manhattan. She probably just goes there to work and then hops back on the subway. I don't know what the hell she's talking about, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'm from I'm on the other side of the country, and I don't want to go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? She feels safe. I wouldn't feel safe. I'd have to walk around with a weapon or of some sort to protect myself. You know what I mean? I've always felt reasonably safe in New York, but it definitely gives me more pause now than it used to. I hold my bag a little closer, make sure I hold my kids' hands. I'm always alert now, but, I mean, it doesn't stop me from coming in when I need to. I don't necessarily feel safe. Uh, once it gets dark, I really don't go on the subway yeah. at all. Take a cab. Just, it gets real seedy at nighttime. I'm very nervous. Um, I travel every day on the subway to go to work. Um, I don't feel safe. I always feel like there's an incident every day, and it just doesn't make me feel comfortable. It's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. I'm telling you guys, you, you got to get rid of that, that Governor Hochul. Right? You got to get rid of her, man. That, that bitch is just way out of control. Her mind is shot. 
You got that other guy. I forgot his name. He, yeah, he's a Republican. I know. Oh, Republicans, oh, neo-Nazis, all that bullshit. Nah. I'm telling you, man, the guy's thinking about law and order. Eric Adams, he bullshitted his way to mayoral, to being a mayor for his mayoral position. That's what I was trying to say. He bullshitted his way. Oh, I'm all about the police. I'm all about funding the police. I'm all about this and that. If he really cared about law and order, he would fire that DA they got. I forgot his name right off the top. That that one black guy with the big fat face. That guy does not give a fuck about what's going on in Manhattan or anywhere in New York in that whole area. Place is fucking Thunderdome, man. It remind you know what it reminds me of? That Kurt Russell movie. Escape from New York. If you haven't seen that movie, it's an 80s movie. Take a look at it. That's New York today. That's Manhattan today. Look at this guy. Ooh. Oh, man. This guy is on one, man. Uh, that's your poster child in New York right now. You got to get rid of elected officials that allow that shit to happen. It's your only shot to save New York. Because I'll tell you one damn thing, I'm not spending a dime visiting your town until you clean it up and get rid of those elected officials and people like this. They need to be locked up in mental facilities, drug alcohol facilities, jails, prisons, whatever. Just a quick reminder, make sure you go and subscribe to my Twitter page at the Real WOD on updates when I'll be dropping podcast episodes as well as when I release any videos on YouTube or Rumble. Also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks. I hear something that just broke this morning. It says right here, California man allegedly plotted Las Vegas style mass shooting. And uh, it's being reported Locally here in the Bay Area from KTVU Fox affiliate. Excuse me. And uh, first off, real quick, it says a California man was arrested Sunday for allegedly plotting a Las Vegas style mass shooting and threatening to kill cops. Police said Dallas March 37 was taken into custody by SWAT officers at a Super 8 motel in Chico after detectives obtained evidence of his plot, according to a police statement. Chico, if you don't know, is just north of Sacramento, the state capital of California. Uh, college, college town. Pretty nice area, actually. The evidence included unspecified information that he made, quote-unquote, criminal threats to sp- kill specific individuals, specified law enforcement officers, and was preparing to commit a Las Vegas-style mass shooting with a specified deadline, said the statement from the Chico Police Department. Authorities did not say what that deadline was, but Saturday will mark the fifth anniversary of the Las Vegas uh, shooting. Uh, 60 people were killed and more than 400 were wounded when an 84-year-old Stephen Paddock opened fire on the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival from a high-rise hotel in the Vegas Strip on October 1st of 2017. All right, so here he is. Let me pull this up. There's the dirt bag from Chico. 37-year-old dirt bag. Does have uh, audio and video from KTVU. So let's take a listen to this report. See what they got to say. I got it all queued up and hopefully everything runs smooth. Here we go. 
Welcome back. It's 553 here on Mornings on 2. Police in Chico have arrested a man for who's accused of threatening a Las Vegas-style mass shooting. Investigators say 37-year-old Dallas Marsh was arrested yesterday by SWAT officers at a motel in Chico. They say he was planning a mass shooting similar to the 2017 mass killing at a country music festival in Las Vegas. After his arrest, police say he threatened to kill officers and their families and assaulted one officer with a table during the interview process. Marsh is being held without bail at the Butte County Jail. Lovely. There he is. What a scumbag. What the hell's going on, man? Uh, and as she said, according to the Chico police, after his arrest, he threatened to kill additional officers and their families, and he battered an officer with a table during an interview. There was no immediate word on possible motive behind Marsh's suspected plot. Uh, it does have screenshots of the music festival that they're referring to. Route 91. He could face charges including making criminal threats and battering on a, on a peace officer. He was held without bail at Butte County Jail. A Facebook account that appears to belong to Marsh contains information in multiple photos suggesting that he is an Army veteran. And it does have a picture of him right here. I don't know, man. I hate to I hate, I hate to see vets just snap like that, and then threaten officers. I mean, what was he on drugs or something? I mean, if you look at him right here, I, I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm not going to start going down that rabbit hole of being judgmental towards people with tattoos and shit like that. But if you look at here, look here, a picture of him in his, you know, what looks to be him serving overseas. In Afghanistan or Iraq or wherever he he was serving, he doesn't have tattoos. You know, he, he looks like a young man, clean shaven and everything like that. And then you look at his mug shot. All right, all right, and you get the tattoos. You know, he's just scrubby looking. I mean, did he take start taking drugs and he snapped? I don't know. It's just really disheartening to see a vet just kind of go like that and just start threatening police officers. I mean, come on. What is that all about? It just doesn't make any sense when you think about it, you know what I mean? Finishes off saying, under his intro, sec his intro section, uh, Marsh wrote that he pre previously had served as a U.S. Army Delta Force commander. Hmm. The Post has reached out to the Army for comment concerning Marsh's service record. And I guess they have not made any comment back in regards to the guy. That's that's crazy, man. Oh, and there's the Motel 8. All right, well, you know, a lot of these people, you know, they, they come back from serving overseas, you know, from these war zones. And, they, you know, some of them, you know, they, they come back to, you know, come back home and they have issues, you know, PTSD and stuff like that. And I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how this pans out. But, yeah, that's not good. I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe drugs were involved in some way. I mean, I don't know. All right, here's a bizarre story coming out of Russia. Really strange. It's titled, let's come from the post, Headlines titled, Neo-Nazi Gunman Kills 15 During Columbine-Inspired Russian School Shooting. 
You know, when you when you really think about all these school shootings and stuff, you always think of, you know, it's an American thing because you really don't hear about this kind of stuff happening elsewhere. I'm probably I'm sure it does. We just don't hear about it here in America. Right. This one's pretty strange. Let me pull it up. I think I got queued up so you guys can take a look. I'm probably going to definitely put this out on video. It does have a couple of videos. Um, a little distressing. So for the people listening, you're probably going to hear everything in Russian. So you're, you're not going to know what they're saying. I don't know what they're saying. But the visually, it's, it's pretty shocking. Uh, you don't see violence per se, but you do see the after images of what, what had happened. Before I jump into it, let me just read a little bit of it. And as you can see, if you're watching, right to, right over here, there's a guy dead on the ground. They got partially blurred out. It says a neo-Nazi gunman killed at least 15 people, including 11 children in a Russian school on Monday, while wearing a swastika shirt and celebrating the cowardly Columbine school shooters. <laughs> Artem Karzantsev, 34, also wounded at least 24 others. All but two of them were children before shooting himself dead in a classroom in school number 88 in Izvek, Izvek, local official said. If you're Russian, I, I apologize. I, <laughs> you're talking to, I'm a Yankee, okay? I don't speak Russian, so my pronunciations are pretty off base, so my apologies goes on to say the mass killer once a student at the school was shown lying in a pool of blood dressed in all black with a red swastika and a circle drawn over his shirt in the attack during Rosh Hashan. I think that's him right there. I believe that's him. Yep, that's him. That's what it said. The caption says below. goes on to say uh, the weapons found with him had braided keychains that made clear he was inspired by Eric Harris and Dylan uh, Keeble. I should know that. Who killed 13 during a 1999 assault on Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado. Wow, it's been that long. Jesus. One had the word Columbine in English while the other had Eric and Dylan, according to photos shared by the Astra News Agency. A-S-T-R-A. I don't know if that's an acronym. That's a Russian thing or something. It does have pictures also, screenshots. Let me just kind of quickly shoot through them for the viewers. And it does show a lot of clips, a lot of magazines full of, ready to go. They're fully loaded. I'm trying to see how many is that in the chamber. One, two, three, four, I don't know, ten shot. A lot of magazines. He was ready to go. That's crazy. There's the gun. Looks kind of like a Luger handgun, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a marksmith, uh, marksman. But you can tell me if, you, if you're watching. Shows people leaving, evacuating the school. Pretty crazy stuff. And it also does have a picture of the gunman. This is the kid right here. And it's a very bizarre kind of picture of him. It says shot, and it has like... I don't know. It's very bizarre. It's a weird picture. You got to check it out. I'm going to tweet this out. You guys got to take a look at it yourself and you be the you judge. You tell me what's <laughs> what's going on. It just says shot and has all these little watermarks all over his face like a mugshot that says shot 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 everywhere. I don't know. I guess they that's to indicate that they killed the guy. I, I don't know. 
Investigators have said two security guards and two teachers were among the victims, adding that the attacker committed suicide. It was not immediately clear how old the child victims were, but the school has children from grades 1 through 11. Cars on Steph had been registered as a patient at a psychiatric facility, according to the governor of Edmertia, Alexander Brekloff had said, I don't, I, I, again, my pronunciations, my apologies, I don't know. According to investigators, the gunman, quote, was wearing a black top with Nazi symbols and a balaclava. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? And was not carrying any ID. Again, let's, sit, let's just go ahead and take a look at this video. Real quick, not that one. There he is, dead. This is the first one. This one here, you're, you're going to see imagery, but you're going to hear Russian. If you speak or understand any Russian, fantastic. Send me an email. Let me know what they're saying. Nonetheless, this free guy's at least watching. Take a listen. Take a look. Take a watch. Take a look. <laughs> here it is. It shows a lot of children running from the school to the ambulances that are stationed outside of it, carrying out bodies, it looks to be bodies. People are bloody. One guy looks like to be shot. Oh. Yeah, that's wild, man. That is wild. Goes on to say, <laughs> my God, what is going on in this world? Goes on to say, checks are being made in into his adherence to neo-fascist views and Nazi ideology, said Russia's investigative committee, which handles major crimes. Currently, quoting, currently investigators are conducting a search of his residence and studying the personality of the attacker, his views and surrounding melee. Is that how you pronounce that? Anybody? What the? I'm learning new words every day. Some of these fucking people. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov described it as, quote-unquote, a terrorist act by a person who apparently belongs to a neo-fascist organization or group. There is another video we're going to take a look at. Let's see if I can... It's all ready to go. Just looking at the video quality over here. I, I don't know, man. My computer's screwed. I gotta get a new computer. All right, here we go. Let's take a look at this. I guess this is um, him killing himself, if I remember correctly. I, I forgot. Here it is. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a. It, it's just, it's a quick video repeating over and over again, like a like a three second video, of him lying dead on the ground. Let me see if I can pull up a picture. Of the guy. There he is. See, he's got the whole knot. He, he's got like this little red homemade iron-on Nazi symbol. Looks like it's drawn on. Looks like it's done by a kid. Schwastika with a circle around it. I don't know what the hell his problem is. <laughs> Fucking crazy-ass people. 
Uh, President Vladimir Putin deeply mourns deaths of people and children in the school where a terrorist act took place, Peskov said. The president expressed his deepest condolences to all those who lost their loved ones, their children in this tragic incident, and wished the soonest recovery to those wounded in the inhumane terrorist attack, Peskov said. One of the gunman's uncles, Mikhail Kazansteff, also told Astra that the killer was mentally ill. He was being treated. However, he refused to elaborate. Hmm. The attack came just hours after a gunman shot a recruitment officer at an enlistment center in Siberia, leaving him fighting for his life. The attack came just hours after a gunman shot a recruitment officer at an enlistment center in Siberia, leaving him fighting for well, now that, That's kind of weird. Take a look. at If you're watching this, take a look at this. This is how stupid the post is. What's going on over at the post, man, with the fucking adverts and the music and all that bullshit? But now you got these guys that they're they're not even proofreading their articles. <laughs> Look at it, it's the same paragraph twice. I read it twice. It made me. <laughs> I mean, what is this? What's going on over there at the post? Finished off, it finishes off by saying, in May of 2021, a teenage gunman killed several children and two adults in the city of. Kazan. In April of 2022, an armed man killed two children and a teacher at a kindergarten in central Ulyanovsk region before committing suicide. Russia has been several school shoot has seen several school shootings in recent years. And you don't really hear about that kind of stuff. You know, we're so focused in on the politics of what's going on around here with school shootings and everything. We don't really kind of taking consideration you know this these kind of tragedies happen all around the, the country i mean around the world excuse me there you go um uh, he's dead so to the relief of many but uh i guess mental illness you know what i mean it's happening with these young people they're just losing their minds or something i guess i don't know All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. Remember, go check out my videos over on Rumble and YouTube. You can find all the links to that over on my Twitter page at TheRealWOD. Make sure you go over there, subscribe, like, favorite, share, all that good stuff. Make sure you do that. I got to get out of here. I got to kick rocks. I got a lot going on today. So I'm done. I'm out of here, and I'm a ghost. You guys have a wonderful Monday. Talk to you soon, probably maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I don't know. Who knows? But you won't know unless you hit the notification bell over on my Twitter page at the Real WOD. All right, go do that. All right. Until then, guys. Talk to you soon. Peace out.